This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. Today we are going to talk about scripture reflections, and I'm excited uh, to share this with you because um, reading God's Word is one of the most important things you can do to learn more about Him And his will for your life. Today, uh, we are going to talk about the Scripture Reflections, episode 56, and you can find the show notes at a few minutes with GodPodcast.com. Remember to share this uh, broadcast if you know a friend who would enjoy it. Uh, Leave me a a comment on our um, website, or you can give us a rating on any kind of podcast app, and also subscribe to this podcast. Um, All of these things help this network to grow, and I really want to thank all of you for uh, your continued support. Reading the Bible. So many people are worried about um, understanding what the Bible says and really having a difficult time even making time for reading the Scriptures. And really and truly, Scripture reflection should be a normal part of our study um, every day. Uh, When we read the Bible, it's more than just a book. It's the inspired and infallible Word of Almighty God. How can you get the most out of reading your Bible? And do you have a personal agenda when you read it? So by that I mean, do you always go back to those tried and true Scriptures, reading and rereading the same ones? Or do you play Bible roulette where you uh, test the Lord and pray for a particular thing and open the Bible to see if God has an answer to you in His Word? Or are you willing to listen to be drawn to the Bible and read through a particular book of the Bible, stopping and reflecting? Now, all of these things I previously mentioned uh, basically describe me. Um, If there has been anyone who has... um, you know, uh, tested the Lord in so many different ways, um, I would have to raise my hand and say, yeah, that's been me. Um, Because I didn't have a lot of training in how to read the scriptures. One wonderful thing about being Catholic is every uh, week at Mass, we get to hear Bible readings. And I tend to, I try to go to daily Mass, and there, again, we hear the gospel read. Uh, We hear Um, something read from 
the gospel, the Psalms, as well as the Old Testament every Sunday. So in three years' time, we're reading the entire Bible. And so while that is wonderful, and then we can read, um, you know, a commentary or, you know, listen to our pastor, um, you know, do his homily or, uh, you know, teach about that point, it's always wonderful to go back and read it ourselves. And I've done that. I've I've prayed and asked the Lord a question and then opened my Bible to see if I found an answer. And yes, He's been kind to me at times, and there was my answer right there. Um, but really, the Lord asks us to just give Him the time, have a teachable spirit, be open. And there are many scripture reflections that are um, available and completed for you, and um, one of them that my daughter really likes is a series called Jesus Calling. Um, it's a wonderful uh, little tiny uh, scripture um, reference at the bottom and then a little paragraph you read each day. But whatever that is, it can be a short Bible verse that you read or um, a fictionalized account of a story or maybe a prayer that goes through some of the main points. These are wonderful for daily readings um, and can get you started. And I really like these for children. Some of our favorite books were geared to a specific thing that the kids liked. For example, when my boys um, were in middle school, I got them one that had a sports theme. Um, You know, my daughter liked adventure, so I got her one that had an adventure theme. And so these talk about a, a particular scripture each day and have a little story that kind of goes back to what the scripture is teaching, and these are all great. But scripture reflections should be part of what we do each and every day when we read the word, and scripture is just one way to get closer to God, to interact with the Holy Spirit, because we should pray to the Holy Spirit ahead of time to open our minds, our hearts, and our eyes, and our ears to what the Lord is teaching us through our reading. So I have 10 points um, that I would like to share with you that would be helpful to you if you are um, reflecting on the scriptures and want to read them. One thing I would caution you, I know a lot of people um, really like commentaries, and I would just caution you about some of the commentaries I've read that I think are way off. Also, um, you know, I've heard um, some people as quote-unquote authorities that have a specific spin on a scripture. Scripture is to be taken in its entirety. It's not to be just taken out randomly in a chapter to prove a point or maybe to use it as proof against a specific um, denomination. Scripture must be taken in its entirety. Um, I remember one time someone telling me that, you know, um, works in and of themselves are not um, a qualifier for salvation, and they're not. You know, belief in the Lord Jesus Christ by his death, life, death, and resurrection, um, you know, and accepting the Lord and what he did for us, opening the gates of heaven that were closed because of the sin of Adam and Eve, you know, our first parents' original sin— That is what the basis of salvation is. But works are important. Works are the fruit that show that you are a follower. If you can, you know, if you are a Christian, there is no way you can live your life 
without wanting um, to be the light of the, of the world, the light of the Lord, and to be His hands and feet. And I'm going to uh, do a podcast upcoming on the light of the Lord. And yet, if you read that, it's in Ephesians, if you read the entire scripture, it talks about that works alone um, should not cause us to boast. So what tends to happen is someone will quote, let's say, a, a portion of a scripture. For example, Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not the results of works, so that no one may boast. And then people will stop there, right? But if you read verse 10, it says, For we are what he has made us created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life. So basically, we can't boast of anything good that we do because God, through his essence of of who he is, has given us the grace to do those good works. But a lot of times, you know, people will just say, oh, no, works alone are, you know, are not great. But good works come from the Lord. And then James 2.14 through 26 states, you know, basically that faith without works is dead. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but do not have works? Can faith save you? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace and keep warm and eat your fill, and yet do not supply their bodily needs, what good is that? And so, you know, that's something I'm going to share with you um, in the next um, podcast, and that is about, you know, being a Christian and moving forward with what the Lord wants us to do. And so, you know, when we pray and we read the scriptures many times, it can be confusing, and that's why a good pastor will really be able to help us. But that doesn't mean you don't read the Bible, even though some areas seems contradictory, and it is when you read just isolated scriptures. So remember that when you're reading the Bible, to read it in its entirety and just pray to the Lord, which is number one. Have a teachable spirit. Pray first. Ask the Lord into your heart. Pray for forgiveness for anyone who has hurt you or you have a hard time forgiving and focus on that repentance and say to the Lord, you know, please fill me with every good thing and help me as I read the Bible to touch my heart and for you know me to learn from this. The second is to ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and understanding the Bible verses you read, or at the very least, teach you something that you can apply to your life. The third is try for consistency. Each and every day, plan to read the Bible. Just like each and every day, I pray that you are spending time with God, a few minutes with God. Number four, use a highlighter or underline the verses that jump out at you. There's something um, special about that. I love to go back in my Bible and look at places that I've highlighted that really have impacted me in the past. And now um, there's even really good markers or um, pencil highlighters that you can use that won't bleed through. Like in the old days, um, we had to be really careful with what we used. 
Um, You can also write in your Bible. There isn't much room, but sometimes a special note will help you in the future when you read the passage again, and it will, um, you know, help remind you, or or if you journal, um, that can work as well. Number five is be laser-focused one day at a time. So many times we, as we read the Bible, we kind of think of the future and we want to know what's going to happen, but God gives us one second, one moment, one day, and we make things so much bigger than they are. If we can just live today with thoughts of tomorrow in God's hands, we'd all be so much happier. And number six is journal. Write a scripture verse that moves you or you feel is important. Number seven, close your eyes and listen. Is God speaking to you? Write what you feel. Number eight, don't jump around if you can help it. Try to read through a book of the Bible. You can begin in Genesis or in the book of Proverbs or the book of Luke. And just, you know, slowly read through. And keep track, number nine, keep a list of the books you're reading. And, you know, that way um, you can, you know, kind of keep track. And number 10, share with others. It helps me to remember and often gives me more insight when I share what I've read with the family or friends. Remember, true joy only comes from God. You belong to Him. And just be open to His Word. You will learn so much, my friends, by being open to His Word. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I ask You for an understanding of Your Word as I read the Holy Bible. Please infill me with your Holy Spirit to overflowing. I pray for direction on where to start, for the ability to be impacted so that I want to change my life for the better as I read and learn more about you. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me the wisdom and understanding and the fortitude to read the Bible each and every day. I ask for inspiration as I journal about what I read and the ability to clearly express what I learn with others. I pray that the Bible becomes my resource and guide to learning more and growing in my faith and love of you. And I pray this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.